0: Welcome, 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 all you wonderful run friends to For Your Run. I'm Sean. I'm joined by Blair. It's cold where Blair is not as cold as some places, but cold enough to be considered cold.
1: It's cold for me. It counts, everyone. It's in the upper 60s. So, you know, when I'm used to upper 90s, it's a 30 degree difference. It's
0: true. This is very true. Um, speaking of climates, cold weather, all those things, today our guest is Ashley, or Ash as you might know her on Instagram. Her screen name is Ash Larson 303. She ran the Chicago Marathon this year. Yes, yep. she has been running all kinds of marathons for a while. Yeah, 11 of them. 11 of them. 11. <laughs> she is uh, an incredibly positive, putting it out there type of person. Um, I joked with her that I steal all of her good vibe mantras that she puts out into the world because they we resonate and yeah. we need them. We need them. Um, but she is all around a pretty just wonderful positive happy person and I was incredibly happy that we were going to get to talk with her for today's episode
1: yes absolutely
0: I enjoyed it very much it was very fun I know we should just talk to her for all of the episodes forever <laughs> sorry Kaylee like it just ash all the time oy, oy, oy.
1: I have a tickle in my throat
0: <laughs> you do
1: I do and I'm As- trying so hard
0: as mine has slowly <laughs> left, Blair now has a cold.
1: It's not working.
0: Mm, not good. Not it's good.
1: Not good. I don't know if I should keep talking or not. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I, I did contract a cold this week, everyone.
0: Not a COVID <coughs> cold, a regular yep. cold. Blair's fallen over she's... Hold on, everybody. We're in a holding pattern here.
1: I think uh, I might me, be okay. No, I'm me, not.
0: <laughs> nope. So let me go ahead while Blair composes herself. I'll let everybody know that the real joy of today is that Blair came to us with a scarf on because it's so cold. And <laughs> it's been a real joy of mine to watch her <laughs> podcast via scarf. Oh, have, my
1: gosh. You <laughs> yeah, you yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally perfect for the episode that happened. Like, it, really it just is. works really
0: well. <laughs> it really, really is. <laughs> if so, you at
1: all, at any uh, point, anyone listening thought that we had it together, I just this want episode
0: proves everything. We don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> at thank any you. Time. Thank you for reminding me of this. So. <laughs> To everybody, let's just give a little bit of an update on what you're about to listen to. So I have gotten an updated laptop (laughs) with the ambitions that podcasting would get better. And I think, to some extent, it did it get did.
1: better. It did get better. The
0: problem is this was our first little rodeo with Zoom and the new laptop, and it started just kicking me out of my own Zoom the <laughs> episode. So there are a couple of instances in this episode where I just come storming back into the room, probably mid-Ashley response to something. Yes. Um, so stick with us, it does resolve itself, but it was we really just, just hope you laugh while it happens. Yes, 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 yes.
1: We just want to bring you some joy because it's like
2: That's you know,
1: right. keeping you on the edge of your run, run shoes while you're That's trying right. to figure out what's gonna happen next,
0: right? So, I, I I want to ask you my question for this episode. We've talked, yes. we did some Halloween things, we did some candy things, we did all those things. So, my question to you is: Now that Halloween has passed, uh huh, do we respect the turkey or do no. we dive <laughs> all in? Do we turn Mariah Carey up to fifty okay. and go? All I want for Christmas is you, yeah. With Christmas trees and candy and yes. all of it. So (laughs) how many more ways can I ask this question for you to already say? Yes, that's my real.
1: No, it's actually that's what I would like. So James is very much like, do not disrespect the turkey. His favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. He loves family together. He loves the food. So (laughs) last year, when it was like the pandemic and everything was shut down, I was like, dude, all I want for my birthday is to set up Christmas in November. (laughs) so so in the, it's the one year in our fifth i'm like wait how long have we been married 14 years <laughs> like that, in our marriage that he actually allowed uh, like christmas decorations to be yes. out in november typically they don't come out till like december 1st well
0: i was gonna say you should have taken that mariah song to all i want for thanksgiving is christmas <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I just, I love Christmas. I love yes. hot chocolate. I love, mm-hmm. you know, the lights. I love yes. all the movies. Like, I'm, I'm so excited to watch Home Alone again.
0: <laughs> so, I love
1: the Santa Claus series.
0: <laughs> this is not a kid's movie. But a dark horse Christmas movie that Autumn and I have fallen in love with. It's now becoming a staple of our Christmas binge movie watching. Uh Uh-huh. You and James will have to watch it when children are not home or
1: something. (laughs) Are you gonna watch them so I can do this? (laughs) Uncle Sean is here, everyone. (laughs) No? Okay. Um
0: I mean, for the opportunity for you and James to watch that movie, had I been in Florida, the answer to that would be possibly.
1: Okay, well, that's but good.
0: <laughs> it's The movie is Office Christmas Party and it's oh, got Jason okay. Bateman. And I love Jason all Bateman. Is Jennifer Aniston in that one? Uh, she is. She's okay. amazing in it. I'm already um, sold then. <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Munn is in it. Great. It's, Office it's, Christmas it's, Party. It's, okay. it's just all, right. all kinds of not appropriate for children things, <laughs> but it is so funny. And it is like we go from Elf to that, Ooh, which I is love just Elf like too. a real big shift, um, <laughs> but it is so good. It's just so good. Um, so our plan is Autumn's birthday is coming up and yes. for her birthday, we are going to break out all of the Christmas decor ahead of Thanksgiving. Good.
1: Good. Um,
0: Yes. And traditionally in the past, I was always definitely like a pro-Turkey person. Respect mm-hmm. thy turkey and all that jazz. <laughs> but, you know, here's my perspective. Thanksgiving is not a day upon day upon day upon day event like Christmas is. Like right. Christmas is the spirit of the season, right? Yes. Yep. So... In speaking to some of the things we've spoken to in recent episodes of like, find the good. Let's mm-hmm. get away from all the negative hatred stuff. The faster I can get into Christmas, Christmas mode, and the faster everyone else can get into Christmas <laughs> it's mode. It's joyful and kind. The faster we can all fake be nice to each other yes. until Christmas is over. So.
1: All right, well, I'm going to take your theory and I'm going to yes. present it to James this evening.
0: The thing is, but here, right? So the thing is, I am now looking at Thanksgiving as Christmas halftime. Okay. <laughs> so if we start if we start celebrating Christmas November 1st, then Thanksgiving right? is basically Christmas halftime. Got it. And who doesn't love a halftime more than America? I mean, a halftime you show love- is really good. <laughs> okay. Thanksgiving <laughs> is Christmas halftime show. That's where I'm living.
1: All right. I love this all is of my these entire theories. This is theory. fantastic. Do you think you could market Thanksgiving as Christmas? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes yes i think yeah. that and sounds I
1: mean, fantastic everyone yes even better
0: it comes with a day of shopping there's basically those two days there's thanksgiving yeah. and there's black friday eating and shopping so <laughs> what are we talking about this is perfect it's christmas halftime you get to I like eat, it you get to shop and yep. then it's over refuel right and keep going christmas. that's it it's an opportunity to refuel we re-strategize we yep. check on how first half of christmas went and if Got we it. pivot do we need how, how <laughs> do, we need do we reevaluate this is it this is it Okay. all right right. I'm so for everybody it. listen i know that there's plenty of episodes where we say what do you think about x and sometimes i hear back i do need you i heard you.
1: nothing back i
0: need everybody <laughs> get on christmas halftime no here's what I we're need doing to see it i need to we're see it we're doing a
1: poll it's happening when the christmas episode halftime, is released we're doing we a poll christmas the halftime. same day about christmas halftime
0: it's a brilliant plan it's it brilliant. really is
1: and i feel like some marketing agency is, really should take this and like mm-hmm. tackle this this is a total I win
0: <laughs> i i am so here for it so you're welcome everybody But prepare to celebrate christmas, christmas halftime, halftime. <laughs> um it's gonna be you have great. two weeks <laughs> You have two weeks to get ready for Christmas halftime. To prepare for Christmas halftime, my suggestion would be to eat as many cookies in the Christmas fashion, candy, decorate, watch Christmas movies. Listen, we can't have a slow start to Christmas. We're already in. We got to get moving. It's day seven of the first half of Christmas. (laughs) Now, by the time we're this episode fine. comes out, by the time this episode comes out, it will be day eleven days of in of yeah. the first half of Christmas. Yeah, you are so really low. You're, you have effectively missed the first quarter of Christmas, everyone. <laughs> the first <laughs> quarter. Totally
3: given Christmas a football the score, analogy. <laughs> the score is
0: zero zero on the first half of Christmas, and yeah. you haven't done well. So, listen, no. second quarter. I need you guys to really give some effort before that Pull it together. Come on. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna have your chance. You're gonna have your Christmas halftime to get your turkey and your pumpkin pie and to shop and all that stuff. Mashed and potatoes, then, everyone, listen, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes go all in on the potatoes, the all potatoes. the varieties of potatoes. All mashed of them. Po- Listen, let's just even throw Thanksgiving on its head. I want mashed potatoes, I want french fries, I want all, Potatoes. I want, browns, I want all of them. Give me all the potatoes. I don't even need turkey anymore. I just no, need eight varieties potatoes. of potato. Okay, we're really Christmas halftime's changing everything. <laughs> this is where we're at. And the second that Black Friday is over, I need you all to get the pumpkin and the turkey, get them all the hell out of here. <laughs> I've, it's, listen, third quarter, we got to go hard. That's, mm-hmm. then, then it's, then we're in, you know, really serious time for yeah, christmas we, we don't have time for overtime right. no 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 there's no there's no overtime in christmas no 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 no, no, no. although last okay.
1: year there was overtime because of the pandemic i think we left christmas oh, until february
0: oh oh yeah there was christmas it was overtime like, overtime and, and in that respect i can say that in that yeah it was warranted you know yeah, yeah. You absolutely Christmas <laughs> overtime. no i retract my previous statement christmas overtime sure could exist yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay so this is a complete thought now everybody yeah and i i listen i better get some support for this (laughs) I need we all need to understand that this is Christmas and Todd I don't want to hear it with your pumpkin spice <laughs> bullshit
1: no he's already on the chestnut praline okay. latte train okay so,
0: okay which okay.
1: you know apparently is like deliciousness in a cup yeah. like the cookie he's already in the cookie world <laughs>
0: I mean if anything for the second quarter of Christmas I need Todd dressed up like an elf promoting oh, please Christmas I mean if you did
1: the like fall one there's got to be like christmas jammies and a little like hat and some stockings i I know he has slippers (laughs) he
0: he dressed up like link for halloween so he's already got a semi-elf outfit yeah that's right todd listen i know you're not gonna give me the (laughs) 42.2
3: marathon recap
0: i know you're not gonna so i need you to really come through for me on this elf costume for christmas (laughs) all right now that we've broken all of the important pieces of life down for everybody out there in the world. And you
1: survived my coughing attack.
0: <laughs> and you survived my coughing attack. I think it's time to let everyone get onward to our friend Ashley. It's a great episode. Prepare for me to just show up out of the blue.
1: <laughs> like the Christmas spirit.
0: <laughs> like the Christmas spirit. This episode's all about it. You're welcome, everybody. Enjoy some time with Ashley. All right, all right, all right. Well, here we are. It is another Sunday in actual recording world, but it's a Thursday or whatever day it is for everybody else out there. Ash, it is fantastically great to finally speak in person with you as, and I have only been speaking with you in the lovely text formats we know as Instagram um how are you today how is everything
3: i'm it's good it's a little chaotic and good but it's warmer out in colorado than florida it sounds like which Uh, is (laughs) weird for november
2: very odd
3: we just Just kind of wanted to see we just wanted to see what
1: cold felt like (laughs) so we just went really hardcore into it we're like Bring right. It on.
0: <laughs> so the benefit of today's episode will be Blair has the opportunity to both freeze in the internet and freeze in real life. This is a yeah, really yeah. rarefied opportunity for us.
1: You're welcome, everyone. That you can now hear me sound like a delayed robot and be cold at the same time. <laughs> it's
0: perfect. It's perfect. So I would imagine that. Both of you spent the last 48 hours semi similar to me in the sense that we were tracking all of our, um, quote unquote best friends that are we (laughs) are best real life friends, but are our running Instagram friends in Indianapolis and New York. It has been just like when, um, Chicago and Boston happened, it's been a wonderful few days of watching people, um do wonderful things and rock the miles. And so Ashley, you were in the Chicago marathon. So you were a part of our joyful yes. <laughs> Last time this went down. Um, so how has the weekend been in both running and in tracking all of your friends?
3: It's been good. I had a sick kiddo, so I didn't get one of my weekend runs in, but that's just mom life. <laughs> Yes. Um, But it's fun to watch everybody and just cheer for everybody. Um, I know. And I do. I feel like a weird, like, because they are. It's like they're friends, but I don't know them.
2: <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> so it's fun to just cheer everybody on and be like, yes, like Todd totally crushed it. And oh, CJ Todd. totally killed it. Yes. Don't know them at all. But <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. And like the best part of all of this has been. I mean, you've experienced it. You go to Chicago, you meet IG friends, Mm -hmm. and I've likened it to like high school reunion, even though we've never, ever seen these people. (laughs) If I would see my high school friends from, you know, 15 years ago now, I'd be like right fallback. But um, seeing Todd and Angela and CJ and Jordan, and I am not even about to try and go through the whole list. I know. (laughs)
2: Don't
1: don't try.
0: (laughs) But it's just great to see everyone seemingly fall right into a groove. We all understand yeah. what we've been fighting. And uh, so it's been great. Todd did fine. I, you know, <laughs> I've been joking with him because, you know, Todd loves to not uh, make too much out of too many things. So I've just been like, you did fine. It was fine.
1: <laughs> it was fine. Um, Everything is fine.
0: And so you, I, I, I did want to talk to you about how your Chicago went, how your training this summer went, summer training, 2021 marathon season. Um, marathon training is marathon training, but it came with a little extra spice. So how was training and how was Chicago?
3: Um, so training went really well. I think this was probably like my strongest cycle I've had in training for 11 marathons. I finally got them. <laughs> um, <laughs> So that was, I felt really good and strong going in and then race day hit and it was definitely not the race I knew in my heart that I could have run, but I had a great time and I did. My goal with my coach was to just leave everything out there and know that I gave it my all. And that's what I did, even if it wasn't what I felt like I wanted to do. And there were tears after, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that heat and the humidity just got to me real, real bad. And when you start to see people literally just dropping all around you. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's just finish and have fun. And I was mm-hmm. just grabbing people along with me, like, "Hey, come on, let's run to the next sign and let's walk at the aid station." And just trying to motivate. I've done enough marathons to know I can, I, I can make it through it. Yeah. But I didn't. Also, just didn't want to push and kill myself over.
0: It. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, it's not worth that.
0: No. So, and and you spoke to this a little bit and I I certainly did want to ask you. So well done to perfectly lead into a question. Um, That was marathon 11. So, and you said your training went really, really well. And you seemed like the 11th was the charm. What would you comparatively from marathon one to marathon 11 What, you know, what, what have you really learned foundationally to take away from first understanding that a marathon is a marathon and then getting to 11. And like you said, being in the race and understanding that you've done this dance now and, you know, what what have been your biggest takeaways from one to 11? (laughs) Well,
3: um, you should actually train. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's a good thing. <laughs> you know, just a little, little thing. That's um, <laughs> My first marathon, I was in 2006. So I wanted to run a marathon before I turned 21. Why? It seemed like a good idea. <laughs> Why not? And so I ran and like trained and then went and worked at a summer camp. Yeah. And you can't train working at a summer camp. So I, my longest run for that, my first marathon was 10 miles oh in my June. Gosh. <laughs> For
0: an October wow. marathon. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, so I was I was gonna say, I was gonna say to this, Ashley, I was gonna say to have um any frame of mind to be <laughs> a, a, on the crest of turning 21 and say I want to run a marathon before I'm 21 that in itself is uncommon i don't think there's a whole lot yeah. of like 20 year olds that are like you know what i want to do right 20 is run a marathon um, so this story is lining up really really well so far yeah
3: yeah i i don't know i just got a couple screws loose <laughs> um so, I mean, I, yeah, I think the training, I think really for me though, that big difference is that consistency. And this time, I think the last couple races, I've learned that running has to be more for me and not about yeah. trying to lose weight and trying to be a certain size and like that body image and like letting go of that for me this time was like, I'm just going to do my thing and eat the way I want to eat and run consistently um, and so that's been, I think huge in letting in growth for me because before it was always like miles, 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 starve yourself. And then yes. I'm like, okay, let's try and take a break from that and do what you can to be successful. So,
0: well, and I, I think that that's great. The comfort in your own skin kind of thing. I, um, I had a really kind of funny moment I haven't spoken to it at all since we talked with her, but um, when we talked with Rachel, Rachel underscore, underscore Christine, our (laughs) wonderful, bright friend, Rachel, she had talked about, you know, trying to be a lot more comfortable with what you eat and accepting that, you know, you need to put food in your body to get energy out of your body. And I, my brain does this thing where I'll sit with something for maybe two weeks before any profoundness from something really arrives. But I think it was about two weeks after we talked with her and I was like, I never really thought that I was holding myself back with food, but I found myself being present with the sense of like, well, I shouldn't eat that much this morning because I don't want to do that to myself. But And then I'd go out and I'd run and I'd kind of blow up because I really hadn't fueled my body. And I would a hundred percent do those things of like picking and choosing with what I should or shouldn't be eating. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I really hadn't talked about that at all, but I think that that's really great to hear that. I think it's kind of a comfort thing, right? Like you almost Mm -hmm. take one more thing off of your shoulders when you go, you know what? Like, I'm not going to quit that. Stop doing that. Like you almost Mm -hmm. have to kind of shake yourself loose a little bit, but um, that's fantastic. I'm happy to hear that, um, the growth from one to 11 has come with some profoundness in those respects. Um, and I think too, I absolutely wanted to, um, speak to, I actually screen capped one of the, you posed nothing but these awesomely positive things. <laughs> and, um, You had one today that's, you're not actually confused about what to do. You just need the courage to do what you know is right. And that also kind of grabbed me. Like, you know, the grandma grabs your cheeks and shakes your face. Did Um, your
1: grandma actually do that to you?
0: (laughs) Oh, Sally, Sally Sally! was a, she would grab you and basically (laughs) shake the life force of your being. Um, But that really hit me, um, this morning. I've just been making lots of big decisions and being very scared. Um, but I wanted to say, I, I, I see all of them and I'm always like, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> this one made me feel better. Um, this one was timed very well because I've been this week, last week being like, am I making the right choices with the things that I am doing? And, um, it's a hundred percent just having the conviction to believe in yourself that you're doing what you need to do. And I know that I've been glowingly referring to running as my season of running, um, but <laughs> you've, you've absolutely been in a um, quote unquote season of life. And I think you've done tons of things that have been very healthy for you in your life. Um, so I'm sure that a lot of these things are also great to stumble up across, but I wanted to say- very big thank you for in the midst of what is I'm sure been lots of um, life luggage unpacking and packing of life luggage and I use that term now in the midst of I know that you're you know kind of in a house switcheroo but um, yeah, yeah I, I wanted to say thank you for in the midst of all of these things finding positive things to probably give yourself those reminders, but then also to you hand them off and let other people find the purpose of those messages for themselves. So thank you for all of that.
3: Thank you. I, I try and find a balance of that. Like I think there is that toxic toxic positivity, like it's all great all the time. And so trying to find that balance of like, there is so much good and there, I mean, it is hard too. And I think, um, that one that I found this morning, it was a friend of an Instagram friend, Mm -hmm. um, last summer we were having pizza on her deck and she had said something very similar and it was, um, right at the beginning of kind of figuring out what was going to go on with my marriage and leading into divorce. And she was just like, you just have to trust, trust it. And it's, um, it was great to have a friendship and be able to have someone to kind of walk through that with who'd been there. And, um it is, it is though it does take a while to find that courage, no matter what it is to know that like, okay, this is the right step forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, and I think too, there's all these parallels too, of kind of like you said, your 11th marathon training cycle was a little bit, um, you know, on the line versus others, just because you kind of had to say, you know, this is what it is and I need to accept Mm -hmm. those things. And, um, I, I've only got the one marathon thus far, but I can tell you, I did the goofy thing of everyone tells you your first marathon shouldn't come with the, um, goal, pace, goal, race, goal, anything. And then we all subconsciously do that and then don't tell anybody. Um, well, you know, I think I could run a four thirty, but I'm not going to tell anybody. Um, and yeah, the, the accidental blessing in all of that was that I got so injured and so jacked up through that training that I had to like get to a point in, I think, week 15 of my training where I went, I have to give up everything. I have to release myself from the goals and just accept that I should run for what I'm running for, remember why I'm running, and enjoy the fact that I get to do it. And literally, the next run in my training cycle after I gave up all of those private secret things that i had you know aspired to for myself the next training run was my best tempo run ever because i just could be lighter um so it's i think it's great that you're in um a season of running a season of life and all of those things where you've been able to kind of just be like i have to quit holding on to things or let go of things or control what i can control so that's great.
1: Is there anything like in your mental mindset that like gets you to that place? Like has helped you get to that place? Cuz it's really hard, I think. Like I know like we've all learned over time like experiences kind of teach us where we need to get to, but like is there anything mm-hmm. that you found has been helpful in conjunction with that to get to a a place where you can focus on the good versus what's kind of happening?
3: I think I've done a lot of like gratitude work and therapy and things that did help me kind of really push me to be like, okay, this is um, there. And I think a couple of days ago, I had posted a quote that was like on my coffee posse. <laughs> the photo of the day. Uh-huh. It was like the good things are coming, but good things are here. And I think that gratitude piece of just like recognizing like what is here in front of us, like there is good in it and trying yeah. to notice that. And so even like with my students at school, we just started a gratitude practice and I'm telling them it has to be five every morning. We're doing five things, but it has to be from the last 24 hours.
2: Yeah. So it's like very
3: specific as opposed to I'm grateful for my family. Like that's right. Great, but like, yeah, I'm grateful. My mom made me dinner last night. I'm, yeah. and so just those little specific things um, and finding that I think it's really been an adjustment. Um, there were a lot of dark places and I think it's hard. I know I have friends that are amazing and sharing those dark places. And for me, I'm, I think I, it's the, like I said, it's that balance of finding that positive, but keeping it real too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think sometimes I, I know I personally hesitate to share too much of the dark. Cause then I feel like I'm focusing too much on it, you know, like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. wanting to like, make sure that there is some like reality, but with positivity. So I, it's definitely hard to find that balance. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, so I, I, I've had some conversations with friends. So I, I don't even know how long it's been now. I think it's, it's been more than five years because I've been at my, it's astounding that I've been living in the house I'm living in for five years. It doesn't feel like five years, but it helps me timestamp <laughs> things a little bit. Um, <laughs> I've been probably going to therapy now for like six years, but, um, the funniest thing was, in the beginning, um, I, I looked at therapy like that person was also, um, and, and this is not me saying they're not doctors. I was looking at a therapist as if they were a doctor that could give you a finite, like a definitive, right? Like mm-hmm. stop eating uh, lard, like lard's bad, you, <laughs> right? Like, why are you just putting bacon grease in your body? Like, stop, it that. good? <laughs> right? right. So I, I think I spent the first. I would say 18 months of like that, of going and being like, when is she going to give me the keys that like fix the things I need the keys. So when does she do that? Like, do I have to, is there a code word? Am I missing something? Um, (laughs) And, you know, it, it comes to a place where like, and I would talk to some friends and they'd be like, you know, I had some really good conversations with my therapist, but I left and just didn't feel like they helped me. And, you know, the thing is, I think with therapy, that's so important. And I've told friends this and they've kind of been like, damn it. Like, I guess that's kind of true. It's like, it's what you take from it. And then what you decide to do with it. They're there. My therapist sometimes may speak eight words in a session, but some of time, like sometimes those are the ones that I leave and go, Oh man, she gave me eight words, but they were eight really, really important words. Um, and it's not leaving and feeling like it's their job to repair you. It's them giving you mm-hmm. tools to help you understand how, not necessarily to repair yourself, but to manage the things that try to be the big, bad, dark, gloomy annoyances in your life. So, um, mm-hmm. I, internally, I smile a little bit there with your gratitude talks, because one of the things I've done most, especially, um, And again, holy crap, when did 2021 happen? Like I started this last year. And if you would have asked me how long I'd been doing this, I would have said four months, but now we're like at 11. Um, But I do, um, before I fall asleep, I do, what am I grateful for today? And what am I excited for tomorrow? And it can't always be like you said, I'm just grateful for my mom. Like you have to find a little (laughs) deeper stuff, you know? And sometimes it's funny stuff. Like I'm grateful that pasta is delicious or something like that. Um, but right because <laughs> pasta is totally baller. Um, oh my <laughs> um, you know, so I, I have done that a lot, and it does help me, you know, because for me, I do it in the evenings because as I'm falling asleep, it's very easy for me to just be like, today was blah, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: not feeling great about it. But if I can give myself a little bit of empowerment to be like, actually, today was a really good day. Um, mm-hmm. I find that I used to do all this stuff of like, um, you know, I have some Kaylee posted something perfectly the other day of like, wake up tired. It's noon. You have lunch tired. You get home from work (laughs) tired. It's 10 10 (laughs) o'clock. But I think that I would get really wrapped up in that speed of what the hell happened today and what can I hold on to and Mm -hmm. what should I retain? And that's not your mind's job at Ten thirty or 30 at night. It's it's your mind's job to go to bed and get some rest. So the gratitude thing, I think, almost is like, for lack of a better description, I'm clearing my brain cache. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. quit holding on to everything and allow yourself to be grateful for what you've had. Um, so that's my um, to anyone out there that has either been thinking about seeing a therapist or wondering why their therapist hasn't like just given them a cake that also comes with solving all of your life's problems. It, you know, cause I had friends before me that had been going to therapy for years and they were just like, I'm not getting anything out of it. And I'm like, but are you putting anything into it? Mm-hmm. Or are you waiting for that person? Cause if you're waiting for the therapist to get you out of it, then you're not going to get out of it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that everything that you've spoken to as far as the gratitude bits and finding the small wins in every day. And, um, you know, I like one of the most empowering things I think too, is just accepting that every day isn't going to be good, but just because it isn't good, doesn't mean that it can't be better. Like you just Mm -hmm. have to accept it and move through it. So, um, it sounds like a lot of those things have been helpful for you in in terms of how you've moved Mm -hmm. through life in the last few months and year.
3: Yeah. Definitely been some big changes, but it is. And I think to what you were saying about therapy, it's so true. I think when I first went to therapy, I was very much like, Well, when's she going to tell me what to do? I just (laughs) wanted to tell me to like how to fix my life and like be happy and like what's wrong with me that I can't be happy. And I mean, it definitely took some like realizing and like, No, this is it's work and you have to work for it. And I think it is something that I think is so important. And I'm not in therapy currently, but I know like going back and I think I had gotten into a bad habit. I think of thinking that running was my therapy and, Mm -hmm. um, being part of still, I run and thinking about that and the people that are there, it's really running therapeutic. It's not therapy. And that's definitely been a shift for me to think that way, but it's like, you're right. Like it's very therapeutic to go out there and get those miles. And I know for me, like I, I need to run solely to literally flushed the crap out of my brain. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I was someone, I mean, I took meds and tried that and it just, it it did not, I couldn't find anything that meshed for me. And so I was like, and that's when my parents were so gracious with going through everything the last year and a half. And just like, we will help you do this. Like we will watch the boys so you can go, or if you're at our house, like get up early and we'll take them in the morning. Like it's been so helpful to be able to find that balance. But I think that their few piece and knowing like they're not there to fix you, they're help, they're there to help you kind of see inside yourself and work through the junk is super helpful.
0: I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, well, I I now want to kind of go to we we've we've definitely done a lot of awesome healthy unpacking <laughs> bits right there. So <laughs> I I was not about to go all, all all the way back on your social, but um I did go far back enough <laughs> to just where now I know that you have um, certainly you've run 11 marathons and you, um, I, I saw, I'm not even going to try to realize when it was, but I know that you've been running for a really long time, but your IG, the further back I go was a lot more teaching focused, life focused. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't like an instant shift, but you start like sprinkling running into the teaching and then it just starts becoming a whole, whole, whole lot of running. Um, so I'm sure that running's been with you for a long time, but when does it become a really prominent thing for you and how did that come about?
3: Um, okay, so I'm going to start at the beginning. I started running, I realized 20 years ago. Yeah. I was a sophomore in high school, started with cross country. I just needed a thing. And all my siblings, I'm the oldest of four. My siblings were all lacrosse players. And that was, I did that for a year was not, not my thing. <laughs> um, and so I just kind of, it's always been running. always been there with me. Um I would say probably 2018 was when it really came full force. And I think that's when I started to transition Instagram more that way too. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Yeah found, I think that was when I really found a community within running on Instagram. I've struggled to find like, and which is weird for me personally, I've struggled to find like a community and runners like in Colorado, just, I think given previous life situations and things, it was hard for me to do that. And so to be able to connect on Instagram with people that were, I was like, Oh, cause I always felt crazy for living and breathing running. And like it, it yeah. was me. And, um, I, so then once I found that community on Instagram, it just kind of rolled from there. And I um, made some great, great, great friends. Rachel and Kristen are probably two of my best friends in the world. And they're the ones. Kristen and I got tattoos the first day we met.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we were just Instagram friends. We known each other for like five hours. Um, and so, when you know, you know. when you know, you know, right. That's right. That's
0: right. <laughs> If there had been an um, open tattoo parlor in Chicago, 2019, I think like 17 people I had known for eight seconds would have been getting a tattoo with me. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think it's just been a, being able to like, feel free to like truly own that piece of me and connect with other people and know that it's okay. I do have some screws loose that way with running, but there's a bunch of us that are that way, like yeah, has really helped. Um, And it's been great with just this life transition, having a little more time to myself to be able to find community. I started working at a local running shop. So shout out to Runners Roost Lakewood.
2: That's awesome.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so it's great to just have that community. I was in specialty run a long time ago and then started teaching and just hadn't been there. And so it's fun to be like, oh, wait, it is like just a different kind of fun and enjoyment. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if
3: i answered your question at all.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well, and I I was going to also say like, (laughs) um, it it totally did. Um, when, um, when did you stumble across still? I run. Um, that was probably
3: about two years ago now.
0: Yeah. 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 I, um, I, you know, I know that Sasha's birthday was just this past week, but, Mm -hmm. um, like, Sometimes, thankfully, I, through mental work, allow myself to take a moment and be like, how freaking cool, like, is life sometimes of just like, um, when I started running my IG running account, I think within three or four months I found still I run. And I was just like, man, Sasha's a badass. Like, and that was right when they were really getting figured out. And I was like, this Sasha lady is so cool. And then I was like, everything they're doing is cool. And then through for the run, I've gotten to like, know Sasha Mm -hmm. to the point where like, sometimes we just message each other. And I like sent her like a happy birthday the other day. And she's like, followed up. And I was like, give yourself a minute to be like, when it was, I think it was 2018 for me too, of like, you thought these people were super cool and now you're just chatting with them and you like work with, like I get to work with them and design stuff for them. And Mm -hmm. um, Sasha sends me like super goofy random emails at times. And I just gave myself a minute to be like, life is pretty neat. Like I just, now I'm just friends with these people that I thought were like really, really um, forward thinking in the way that they were approaching the running community, which is like, making mental health a bigger component of running and speaking to those things and um yeah so i found myself this week being like life has a really funny way of like just kind of flipping you on your head and and finding really cool things within it but um yeah that community um just like everything else i'm i'm so proud of everything that they do um and yeah, I, I, when, when I was scrolling back through your IG feed, I think it was like 2018 or 19, you had like a, a still, I run bandana, like on your head. And I was like, that's there. There's when she, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So now I want to ask again, back to these like 11 marathons and all of these things <laughs> I I'm, I'm interested mm-hmm. in. So I know that, this year you, you had a couple of other ambitions in you were gonna try and like mm-hmm. semi back to back some marathons. You listened to your body, yeah. so small golf clap for listening.
1: <laughs> no, big, you get a big slow clap. Big, big happy clap.
0: <laughs> um
1: listening to your body's hard. Listening to your body's hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like maybe walk us through that a little bit too. Cause I know that you had lots of ambitions of like trying to to do that. And um you know, for, for indie, I'll just make the reference point of, um, mm-hmm. our, our friend Corey, um, he and Jordan went to Indy and I think Jordan had a little bit of a literal pain in her butt, um, literally the week before Indy and Autumn and I were both talking about it. And we were just like, you're that far. You just gotta, like, for lack of a better, uh, thing here, you just gotta send it. Like you just, you you know, if if or I think it was her knee, I'm, I'm misspeaking. So Jordan can come and yell at me, but um, like you've gotten all the training done. Like, even if it's kind of bothering you, like I was like, I would just go for it. But um, you ran Chicago and then just didn't quite feel right. So I think that that was um, a super brave thing to just be like, I'm not going to do it. And also.
3: It said it's okay. We're okay.
0: (laughs) We're back. Okay. So, everybody, (laughs) listen, I got a new laptop this week and thought this was just going to go as smooth as butter.
1: (laughs) It clearly has. I mean, and
0: uh, like I was halfway through speaking. So, to everybody there, I want to say sorry that we (laughs) ran. It's okay.
1: I took over and she was starting to talk about what happened so that she knew, like,
0: calling it on
1: the second marathon was the right choice.
0: Go ahead. I will. (laughs) I'm going to let my laptop figure itself out. We're going to keep trucking.
3: Um, So I just, I I felt Monday, Tuesday after Chicago, I was just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. Why am I even doing this? Like who Mm -hmm. am I doing it for myself? What's the point? And as the weekend went on and I talked to my coach, I was like, okay, we'll just do it and go have fun. I even went and did packet pickup. Like I I was ready to go. <laughs> I took pictures yeah. with my boys in the bib. And All of it. then Friday night came and I was just like, I still, I don't know. Okay. We'll just go. And just, even if I run, walk, whatever. And Saturday morning, my alarm went off and I was just like, just like felt it in my heart and in my gut. Like, it's just, it's not there. And I was just like, if I like, yes, I, I clearly know because of past experience <laughs> that I can go and make myself gut it out. But at the same time, I'm like, I think with the goals that I have for next year and things, I it wasn't worth risking hurting myself and just being miserable. Um, yeah. And I think the heat and humidity in Chicago, like I just didn't feel as recovered as I would have mm-hmm. if yeah. the weather kind of hadn't been as rough. Um, Cause I mean, I had some great, like my 20 milers out here in Colorado I was like day after like felt fine like nothing going downstairs wasn't a problem and like I mean I felt like I had been run over by a bus until about Wednesday and Mm -hmm. yeah was just like that's that's when you're gonna get hurt and knock on wood I have because I'm slow and steady I think (laughs) I've remained fairly injury-free so I didn't want to start now (laughs)
1: No, no. I think you made the right choice. Yeah, definitely. When you wake up and you're feeling like, why am I doing it? What is the point? Like, yes, you could have totally done it, but it is a full marathon. Like it's different mm-hmm. if you had woken up to be like, it's a 10 K it's a half, like you whole. Yeah. like, what is the cost that you're kind of giving up to have that mm-hmm. completed? So that's great yeah. that you were able to refocus that and kind of realize what was most important at the time.
0: Out of out Thank of you. curiosity, I I know um, I I don't want to just like simply assume that everyone in Colorado is quote unquote elevation training. <laughs> are are you is where you live actually fairly high elevation wise?
3: Um. So I'm about twenty minutes outside of Denver. So in okay. Denver's at five is a mile high. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so I can see foothills from my window right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, um, so, uh, you know, I think, um, I, I've, re- I read the thing once that, uh, Galen Rupp, right. Our mm-hmm. United States elite kind of central pillar of our male running Olympic team. But, uh, he like has his house set up so that the inside of his house, like changes the oxygen levels so that he's always like what? breathing at elevation. What? Yeah. That's a real thing. I read in like runner's world that like the inside of his house yeah. is, structured so that he's always breathing like it's harder to breathe so that it's all, like his lungs are always
1: no i don't like yeah. that
0: <laughs> um so i was kind of just i was kind of just thinking too there well, might have been some benefit to you know quote unquote elevation training
3: well so already said that, like you're going oh you're going to chicago at sea level it's amazing well denver is like it gets hot but it's dry so like going to chicago when it's 75 and 80 percent humidity yes I compare it to like trying to breathe Guinness. (laughs) Uh Yeah. I'm not, my body doesn't know what to do with that. Like it's overwhelming. And so it's like, yeah, I think,
0: yeah. (laughs) I've mentioned it, I think a few times on here, but like, I went to Phoenix once to interview for a job, like eight or nine years ago now, (laughs) and the guy, one of the guys that interviewed me was like, um, he's like, I went to the East coast for the first time, like four years ago and everything is green. And I was like, yes that's normal everything's green that's regular and he was like in the air he was like I could feel it like he's like I could move yes, my arms yes. and I could feel it and I was like that is the weirdest analogy I've ever heard for the east coast it's green and I can feel the air but to each their own he has lived in Arizona his entire life yeah. and it's been brown and dry so yeah uh, I understand. Totally understand. So then I think even more kudos to you for surviving because we were, we were tracking everybody in Chicago and I told Blair that was not, sorry, that was not like one person, like not not like it wasn't just one person suddenly had a bad race. Mm. We were tracking everyone and there was just this definitive, like I think 1145 yeah. Eastern time, everyone went boom. And like the wall yeah. hit everybody. Yeah. And I well, was the sun
1: like really hit.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh, something mm-hmm. either humidity or sunshine just decimated like 40,000 people because <laughs> everyone splits wherever they were, went down like 20 seconds to two minutes. And I was just like, mm-hmm. that was the moment. And listen, I wanted I had FOMO so bad because I was (laughs) I was thinking about running Chicago 2021 because I right, 2020 didn't happen. And they asked me if I wanted to defer or cancel. And I was kind of like, I don't know what 2021 is going to look like. So I just canceled. Mm -hmm. So then you get there and a bunch of our other friends get there. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not there. And this is such a bummer. And then. Listen, this is not throwing shade at anybody, but when that wall hit, I was like, I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> right. Um, so oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I get, it. I get it. it. And
3: that, that was the weather made it like so much harder to give up that second race because it was like low fifties for the high and death oh. for that day. Like <laughs> it was perfect marathon weather. And I was just yeah. like, damn it. Like why? But yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what so what uh, that'll be my so I'm laughing internally a little bit because I we have friends that are s- staring at weather um, that are gonna be right. running Richmond soon and they're all fighting in a chat. Blair knows the chat. Some of them <laughs> want it to be warmer, some of them want it to be colder, some of them don't care if it rains, other people are like, I will uh, explode into a puddle of rage if it does. What is happy, what is happy run weather for you?
3: Oh man. I not heat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, my marathon was in the pouring rain. Oh, That's hard. so oh, I mean, I, hard. so I've, I've done everything but snow, but when it's freezing out here, I mean, I am out in the snow and stuff. So wow. I am definitely, I know. There's like, Oh no, no, no. I, I think. Blair, I love Blair it. I think-
0: scarf on just so everyone.
3: <laughs> <I know. laughs> I think my love of like the endurance sport though comes from like growing up and like cross-country skiing was like, that was my thing prior to running. Oh, that's cool. That so, is cool. I mean, you said before, like I was 20 and wanted to run a marathon. I was 13 and was going to do a 25 K cross-country ski race. <laughs> so awesome. I, it was the one in, it's called the Berkey and it's the one, it's in Northern Wisconsin year, There goes my accent. Uh, <laughs>
2: ah, Yes.
3: Good old Midwest. Um, and it's every year in Northern Wisconsin. And it was the one and only time in history they've ever canceled the race. And I just have never been able to get myself back there to do it. But yeah. hopefully one of these years, my dad's like, we're just going to go. And I'm like, then I'm old enough. Now I can do the full Berkey. So we might have to find the time and give up running for a little while to ski again. <laughs>
2: that would <laughs> yes, be cool. I think you should. But absolutely. Be really yeah.
1: cool. <laughs> also, because it's called the Berkey. <laughs> Right, <laughs> which is
3: really Heck kind yes. of fun <laughs> well so it's in hayward wisconsin which everyone knows and don't know you know because it's where the lumberjack world championships are
2: ah hey
3: yes. so <laughs> everyone knows it because we all I randomly stumble, stumble upon that every july
0: yes yeah yeah you'll be so. streaming through one of the 75 espn channels and find yeah. a bunch of people <laughs> cutting stuff down yeah
2: exactly <laughs>
1: yeah i like Um, to watch that one in the strongman competition
0: (laughs) yes 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 yeah i actually um kind of like knew that really well because there was a um there was a guy who was really really good at that stuff whenever i was a kid near where i grew up and he would go every year so um my i didn't have cable like as a kid so my like my dad and i would intentionally like go to his parents' house so we could watch cable to watch this great big burly <laughs> dude cut trees down and stuff. And, um, so yeah, that's, that's a funny, that's, awesome. that's that awkward six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing that people. <laughs>
3: yeah. Very cool. Sorry, I don't know why I brought up skiing. Sorry. Hey,
0: It had cross country in front of it. You and know, endurance
1: yeah, it it Exactly.
3: Exactly. <laughs> so I think it just goes back a All long time later. <laughs>
0: Well, and well I,
1: it's a foundation sport. Yeah. 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 And I,
0: I, you know, you said, you said it rained for your first marathon, right?
3: Second. It was my second one. Second. Ran. Okay. So yeah.
0: how did that have any negative effect on your desire to marathon again after that one? Was there any lull or were you done no. and you were just like right back, let's go again
3: pretty much I mean even after the first one like so my mom was in on the secret of like I'm gonna suck it up and do the full one we didn't tell my dad secret marathon on the first one
2: (laughs) kind of yeah
3: right and so like on the first one there was a turn like to go you went left to keep going and you went straight to go to finish up the half and I turn and my dad's like you're going the wrong way (laughs) (laughs) and my mom's like no she's actually doing the whole thing and then they asked me if I wanted a wheelchair at the finish because oh. it was like five and a half hours. And I was, and my dad's like, I'm carrying her before she needs that.
2: I like that. Yes.
3: I mean, and then I turned around and was like, I'm doing that again next year. So nope.
0: 100%. Which, which marathon have you done the most? Is Chicago the one you've done the most? Or
3: Chicago, I've done three times, and then I've done Austin twice. Austin, Mm
0: -hmm. so okay, hold on. Now you've run up that stinking hill at the end twice,
3: twice. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm going. I'm doing it again in 2023 because I was I deferred that one.
0: (laughs) Did you? So now I uh, (laughs) did. You run it in 20? When was that? 2020? Did you run it in
3: 2020? No, I ran Austin. I did like. When did I do it? 2012 and 2014. Okay, I
0: Okay, so I'm doing I, them
3: for a long time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I ran the half, got done. Um, was really excited because there was um a small troop of Girl Scouts selling Girl Scout cookies at the finish line, which if that's totally. the, like most brilliant place <laughs> I, in the world, yeah. Um, that was the moment in life where I was. More happy than I've ever been that I took my credit card on my race with me. Um, I, I found those Girl Scouts and I was like, cookies, it's on so yeah, hard. Um, One of each. So Autumn and I took like, literally we ate a whole box of Thin Mints while we were pushing people up that hill. As so you should. Yeah. I was screaming for people to get up that hill and just destroying a sleeve of Thin Mints. But um, that hill is not exactly. funny. That hill is not funny at no. all.
3: no and that's a hill unlike 26 in chicago that's a hill
0: yes no the 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 bridge hill in chicago is a footnote the hill in austin that thing is so and i mean you've run it i haven't but you you are on a nice flat street and you make a left and you have no time to prepare
3: no you make a left and it
0: is just oh, I get punched in the face now for the next six minutes. That's what that is. Yeah. Thank
3: you.
1: I've been wanting that. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what I needed right now. A swift punch in the face.
0: Yeah. And um, again, <laughs> people, people that you never met in real life. Um, there's a friend that I haven't talked to her in a little while, but uh, her name is Jess and she was running the, mar- the marathon that day. I didn't get to meet her at the expo or any other time in that day or weekend. And I got her at halfway up the hill and like ran beside her for like a hundred yards, but her, like her face was just like, this is how I die. Like (laughs) it was, and I mean, she's run that a couple of times, so I'm sure that she was ready for it, but that was also one of those, it got humid out of nowhere and um, I felt so bad. It was just an hour and a half or something for Autumn and I of just watching people just be really sad and trying to make them less sad. Um, But so big kudos for doing that twice and deciding that you're going to go do it again. That's awesome.
3: I just like Austin. Oh
0: yeah. I love, yeah, 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 yeah. I love Austin.
3: I could go and not run, but I don't know. I mean, if there's a race, I might as well run.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, again, speaking to people you've never met, like we got there. Um, this is a super random, funny story. We're in the airport. We're going to get our bags to, to go into the city. And Autumn and I were like, I guess we'll get an Uber. It's fine. And there's this guy at baggage claim and he's super talkative. And Autumn and I had um, like our bags with our shoes hanging from them. And this random guy comes up and goes, you guys here to run the race. And we were like, yeah, you know, we're going to run the half. And that's that goofy thing too. of you immediately have to be like, no, 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 but I'm not running the fool just so we're clear. <laughs> I'm just doing the half. And you say just like, it's just 13.1 miles. <laughs> um, but so we talked to the guy for three or four minutes and then, all of a sudden he's like, "Well, yeah, I was the guy that like created the course and the race what? and I just handed it over to ah. a different group. Um so I've lived in Austin for a long time, but I moved away once I like sold my stake in the race or whatever. I'm doing stuff other places." Oh and then he's like, "Do you want me to drive you guys into the city?" And then I'm like, yes. "Sure." Yes, I do. But, but I'm so not. Thankfully, Autumn, way more rational than I, was legit like Wikipediaing this guy while we were waiting for our Uber to make sure that like he wasn't just some random dude. And it totally checked out. We found like his photo, and um, so then he got he uh, he utilized my height to get an upgrade on his car for the weekend. He's like, I gotta drive that guy into the city, and uh, so they gave him a bigger car. So he was like, Thank you for that. I've leveraged you to get a better car. And, uh, he drove us into town, told us some backstory about the race. And, um, I was just like, of all people, we found the guy that basically like created the course. Um, but now knowing what I know, if I ever meet him again, I'd be like, why did you do that to people? Why did you give <laughs> you have them so that many hill?
1: questions?
0: Yeah. I need answers friend, but, but yeah, very random. We were just in the airport and yeah. happened to find the guy that like organized the race initially. So. That's
2: pretty cool. Crazy. Yeah, that was
0: funny. Oh, well, so you've run Chicago, you've done all these marathons, you are kind of in a holding pattern because you got some other fun things in life going on right now, but what are your plans to wrap up 2021, get into 2022? We know that Austin is sitting, that hill is staring you down for 2023, (laughs) but what's in between that?
3: Um... So the end of this year, I'm just trying to kind of figure out, I'm trying to be disciplined and committing myself. I told myself my birthday is this coming week. And I told myself, I'm like, this is the year that you find strength training, Ashley. You're getting older. You need strength training. <laughs> I'm, for it, Welcome, I'm for it, Ashley. I'm for it.
0: Welcome to the club of people. Welcome. Talk about it. I hope
3: you do find it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my fingers are crossed, but Mine I do. <laughs> I know Blair, you get it with like, I'm like, okay, strength training or running and running's going to help my mental health a lot more. So yeah, I'm like, you have the kids. I, we
1: both, I think have our boys by ourselves a lot. Yeah. And so it's like, I have 45 minutes right now. I have 45 minutes and I can either run for 45 minutes and feel less like I'm going to choke someone or I could lift (laughs) a weight that I won't want to throw at someone. (laughs) Like I
3: can't exactly.
1: Yeah. It's exactly. really hard.
3: <laughs> so, strength training and just I think enjoying um, running, and then I, I haven't told my coach yet. But my oh. goal for next year <laughs> this is good. Public, no, I have to. This Secret, me commit to see, it. Uh, what is what do
0: we even want to call this? Secret things for coach race
3: planning. <laughs> I don't race <laughs> Uh, she won't be surprised because I no. always send her really nutty. How about this idea? So what do you think?
0: Your run coach is Tony. Tony. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Ken, so can she... Ken? yeah. Kendra.
0: I don't like, even I don't try even know their last
3: name. Names. Yeah. I don't either.
0: <laughs> yeah. Every time, uh, every time I stumble back upon her profile, I'm always like, she's still in Pittsburgh, right? Is yeah. She's still in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 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 I'm always like, it's a Pittsburgh friend. Cause I, my college years were in my informative, quote unquote, informative years, maybe not so informative were uh, in Pittsburgh. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool.
3: Um, yeah. So my goal is to do a half a month next year. I'm um, whatever, hey. whether it's a real month, whether it's okay. like a real one or I just go do it. Yep. That's okay. Um, yep. And then I'm running grandma's in June.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Awesome. And
3: then we'll see, I'm kicking around the idea of JFK in um november sorry there's a child at my door that's okay
2: you
1: that's heard so one burst fine. in so that's, that's, yeah. that's who we are everyone
3: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to podcasting and parenting exactly <laughs> um yeah so i'm throwing around the idea of jfk next november okay and branching into ultra, stress so it could we'll be see. great it could be really it
0: great it sounds exciting <laughs> sounds very exciting <laughs> Yeah, that sounds terrific. And um yeah. I I really do love Austin. I I keep telling Brooke we're going to come back. We're going to come back and visit with you some more. So um 2023, 2023 good. maybe. I mean,
1: that's plenty of time. It is. And it's
0: not going to be this coming year because we are going to go to Eugene in July for the World Track Championships. So that's our that's our big travel plan for for 2022. But uh hmm. hmm. Go hang out with <laughs> so Ashley and, Brooke and a bunch of other friends in 2023. Mm-hmm. Are we
3: can, we need to get people to Colorado too, though? Like uh, yes. I've always yes. wanted to
0: go to Colorado. Agreed. I mean, yep. I only
1: see flat and green, so I'd like to see a <laughs> hill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see, like, you sound really really like just the one. Just the one. Are there you know. mountains and there's snow
1: at the top? I haven't seen snow, so <laughs> not always. There's yeah. not always snow despite
3: what people think. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, and Denver, I mean, Denver definitely has that beautiful backdrop of mountains, but like um mm-hmm. I know like Denver itself is sometimes deceptively flat too. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. You have my attention on in terms of uh, I, I Blair and I, one day, Blair, we're going to do like a traveling pod show. Sean, you'll the- this is so, man, this is just a real Festivus. <laughs> um, festivus
1: for the rest of us. The Festivus of
0: recording. <laughs> but I will pack up all of my screen printing stuff. I'll take for the run on the road to. Yes,
1: in a trailer. There. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet if you put some kind of marketing on the side, we could write it off. <laughs>
0: Yes. I. Uh, if you're from the IRS or anything, everything's fine. <laughs> it's all fine. All right. Well, before <laughs> my you. MacBook yes. tries to stop us, I know. Thank you for certain- joining us.
3: <laughs> And being so flexible with us. Oh, it's all good. Thank you guys so much. That was such a fun surprise to be invited. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Of course, yeah. yeah.
0: You, um, you know, and I, I do want to say big thanks for all of the support that you've been to, to For The Run and for other things. You are, you were generally awesome people in general and I appreciate, you know, anything else that you've done to help us. Um, as we, you know, apparently now take screen printing on the road um, to expand, so.
3: Sounds great.
0: <laughs> yeah. And to wrap things up, Blair, you had just frozen for a good 10 seconds, so technology.
1: <laughs> I saw, I heard everyone else talking, but uh, nothing Nothing moved.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> yep, Blair and her scarf were just frozen in the wind over there.
1: It's because it's cold out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, okay. Ashley, best of luck in your 2022 wonderful goals. I am all in on your months and half marathons and your actual marathons. um, And uh, just continued success and positivity and all things like that as well. You're doing fantastic on your own. You're helping other people. You're helping me (laughs) remind myself to. Find the good too. So thanks for talking with us. Thanks for all that you do. And good luck with everything continued forward. Thank you. All right. Till next time.